Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Hello? Oh yeah. You already done the time. You already surpassed the two and a half hours. Hello, somebody. Then you now read your Bible. By the time you do all of this, the Bible is open. <laughs> Watch this. You open your heart through humility. Then you open your heavens. Then you open the scriptures. I didn't put that there, so you can put open the scriptures there. Edit it. Bible reading, maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Thank God for the app. Let's give a little clap offering for all the group. I don't want to mention all their names. They're wonderful people, you know, who did that app. I use it myself. I have, you know, I have it on my phone. So maybe I'm traveling. I'm going to Lagos or something. I've not finished all my Bible reading. I'll bring the app out. I just tap on it. Then I've got my tablet because I have a very important Bible here. Then I just read my, read my Bible, you know. I read my Bible. This is it. So if you do this, or let me say, as you practice this, a better word is the word practice. People get condemned with the question of do okay. You're not doing it perfectly. It doesn't matter. But determination, decision, I'm going to be doing it. Then start practicing it. Some days you won't do it too well. Don't worry. You're going to get better with practice. As you practice this, what's going to happen is this. You are going to fill the air, the spiritual atmosphere around you, with the life and the power of God. Because you're doing all this concentrated prayer in the morning, your fear of God, life scriptures, Pauline prayer, you know, praying in the spirit, then you're doing the love prayers every six hours. You've got the thing filled up. So it's going to be easy for you to bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You are living in a sea. In a sea of the power of God. This is a fulfillment of a prophetic utterance that was given to Kenneth Hagin in 1979. The same year I got born again. But I didn't hear it until 1980. That in the end time, you know, let me just summarize it. Keep this chart on um, and note the things I said. That first prayer is two minutes. Life scriptures is, uh, I think, 20 minutes. Pauline prayer, 15 minutes. This one, every six hours, two minutes, two, or three. You know, you put it three. One for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> three minutes for the love prayer. You could do it in less, but, you know. And then praying in the Spirit, one to two hours. Aim for two hours. You know, then Bible reading and study, 20 minutes. 20, 20, 30 minutes. God hasn't asked us to do what's, not diff- what's difficult. It can be done easily. His yoke is easy. So when you do it like this, there's grace and mercy. You find it's easy to do this thing. It doesn't matter how busy you are. It doesn't matter where you're working. The computers. I, I, I'm a very busy person myself. You know? When I know this, uh, you know, the most job problem is time to pray. You know? If I'm with people who don't understand, I'll just go to the toilet. I say, please excuse me. While I'm in the toilet, I've done my prayer. You know, I'm talking about the love prayer in between. When I'm in the, you know, 
I'm traveling or something, you know, whenever I'm free and there's nobody around, or I have Christians who understand, I pray in tongues. Frequently. I pray in tongues. And at the same time, I'm praying with my thoughts. So, what I am I doing? I am watching and praying always. No matter what is coming against me, no matter the situation, if I'm focusing on a negative situation, in fact, the more negative the situation, the more I pray. Because I'm going to use my thoughts to divert, channel the power and the mercy of God to counteract the situation. So Satan attacking me is just making me pray more. After a while, he gets tired of it and leaves you alone. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. You know, he now sees that, you know, when he attacks you, he's just even making you more diligent. Now, that's why man he likes to bless, he, he likes to allow us to be blessed with material things. He knows what your weakness. So if he gives you a nice food, watch a nice movie, you forget God for some hours. But that's if you, if you don't grow. As you grow, you find that you, just like Jesus, you can be eating. And before I pray, I eat, I pray. So he's in trouble again. <laughs> As I'm eating, or maybe I'm watching, I'm talking to people, you know, thoughts are coming to my mind, you know, I'm praying. Oh, Lord, have mercy on that person. He says something silly, <laughs> you know. Yes, it's happening all the time. I understand now what he means by watch and pray always. It can be done. It can be done. And it must be done. You now have to make it a determination and a practice you find that with time but then you practice this thing for a month two months you find ah, it's not as difficult as i thought it was because you're in constant communion with god then you find god starts talking to you then you begin to enjoy communion that's what's called the communion of the holy spirit the love of god our father the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit you know the greek word is koinonia the holy spirit can start telling you all kinds of interesting and wonderful things I'm watching the news. God is talking to me. He said, that guy is in trouble. <laughs> this one, you know, pray for him. You know, he's still on probation. Don't let me go there. <laughs> Some people, they are, they are on probation now. And what is going to happen is going to determine what they are doing now. The Bible is true. God rules in the affairs of men. He said, let not the wicked lift up their horn. He said, promotion does not come from the north, or from the east, or from the west. He says, I have heard it once, yea, twice. Power belongeth unto God. I, yet not I. But the grace of God which is with me, I have discovered that it is true. So when you see people, you know, look at Putin. He's in trouble. <laughs> Big Big trouble. And his problems have just started. We're still going to see how things are going to evolve. There's a problem in Russia now. It's all because God is ruling the affairs of men. And we have been praying for Ukraine. You remember, everybody can remember a year ago. When we all, people were afraid that in one, in one week, everything will be over. Whereas it exposed his weakness. It exposed his personal corruption. 
it exposed his personal lack of love for his own people. He sent his people into a meat grinder. They lost more Russian soldiers in this last six months than they lost in the whole 10 years of Afghanistan war. And it's not over yet. But some of the military in Russia are waking up. This guy's not going to keep sending us to our to early graves. Our sons and our daughters, sending them to an early grave. These Ukrainians, they are our brothers. Why, why are we fighting them? That's the thinking that's going on now. But it's not done yet. It's still on probation. <laughs> We're still praying. I just gave you that as an example. There's a lot that is going on. You know, same thing in America. As they, you know, all this, all this uh, homosexuality and all that. You better wake up and, and get your act right. Or God will have to do something drastic. He always does. When the Republicans move too far to the right, God will hit them on the head and bring them. When the uh, uh, Democrats move too far to the left, you hit them and bring them. For God rules in the affairs of men. Give the Lord a clap offering, somebody. So, Olubi Johnson and Scripture Pastor, we are not Republicans. We are not Democrats. We are not APC. We are not PDP. We have no affiliation towards the political leanings of men. Our only interest is the kingdom of God. No permanent friends. No permanent enemies. Only permanent interest. The interest of the kingdom. I learned that from God. So I don't get myself emotionally attached to anybody. I'm not attached to you know, Biden or anybody. I, I like them. I pray for them. I love them. But if they do well, bless them. If they don't do well, that's how God thinks. You know? So as we begin to close, uh, <clears throat> so this is what we do. The, uh, you know, uh, that's why I use the chart. The chart makes it very easy. You know? This is how to watch and pray always. So you're in constant interaction with God with your thoughts. You're in the airport. You're in the car. You're whatever. You know, you're in your business place. You're in a business meeting. You're in a boardroom. You're talking to God. But observe. If the sequence is not followed, it won't work. You see, it's the fear of God that opens your heart so you get more grace you get sufficient measure of life, sufficient measure of light through the Pauline prayers, sufficient love, the fruit of the Spirit, through love prayers. Then praying in tongues works. Praying in tongues will not work as effectively if there is no love. Say, so though I speak with tongues of men and angels, if I don't have love, I'm not making noise. You can see why a lot of our praying is not as effective as it should be. And it's praying in tongues that will open the Bible. Because you're speaking mysteries. So when you now read the Bible, the Bible becomes an open book. Are you listening to me? And then with all this in the background, you know, then you do go out, you do your daily affair, whatever it is you're doing. You know, you find God's talking to you all the time. In your business and all that. You are watching and praying always. Then you will be accounted worthy to be a partaker of these things. Let me, I have something I wrote here as I close. 
frequently asking for mercy, the cleansing of the blood of Jesus. Now, this is very important. Everybody, turn, uh, take the chart off now and quickly go to Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. Hebrews, thank you. For I will be merciful, I didn't hear you, unto their right unrighteousness, and their sins and iniquities will I. In other words, mercy can cleanse sin. In one fell swoop. When you ask for mercy, you, you can say, this is how I pray. And I pray like this every Tuesday. You know, Lord, have mercy on us. So receive your blood to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and your life and power. So with mercy, I can get the cleansing of the blood of Jesus. And I can get life. And I can get power. With one thought. So when I say, Lord, have mercy on Brother Andrew. He hasn't done anything wrong, don't worry. I was just looking at him, that's all. You know, you know, maybe, you know, we're together, you know, something. You know, I, I just say, Lord, have mercy. You know, my mind, I just say, Lord, you know. Cleanse his sins, you know, as life for him. That's how you should be doing. That's what we should all be doing for each other. That's what the Bible calls joints. A joint is when God brings the thought of another saint to you. And then you supply that joint with life. Mercy to cleanse the blood with the blood. Life and power to help them. Then when they now pray, now become a band. We taught this some months ago, some years ago. Bands, joints, and parts. <coughs> Look at how sanctified your thinking will become. Instead of thinking envy and pride and covetousness and anger, you're thinking mercy. Like the high priest, holiness unto the Lord. Look at 1 John chapter 1. I got close. 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. You see, if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us. It's a continual thing. When I ask for mercy, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm getting the cleansing of those. I'll be merciful unto their unrighteousness. So I'm getting the cleansing power of the Lord Jesus, of the blood of Jesus. And I'm also getting the life and the power of God. Look at Jude. Jude chapter 1. Am I helping anybody here? Jude chapter 1. And uh, there's only one chapter in Jude anyway. So if any spirit says Jude chapter 2, you know it's the devil. <laughs> or he tells you that. Now turn your Bible to Ezekiel chapter 54. You know immediately. But you know if you don't know the Bible, you'll be looking for chapter 54. That's why you need to know the word of God. Are you listening to me? And evil spirits can be so silly, you know. They, 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 because some of them are not very intelligent. He would, he would say silly things like that, you know. Uh, this, but if you know your Bible very well, you know that there is no Ezekiel ends in chapter 48. Jeremiah ends in chapter 52. Isaiah ends in chapter 66. 
So you can't come and tell me that I should go to uh, Isaiah 67, verse 5. <laughs> I know immediately who is talking. Hello. If you are Jude, chapter 1, there's only one chapter anyway. Verse 20, 20 and 21. Jude, Jude. Yes. There, there you go. We'll do 20 and 21. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Understand, praying in the Holy Ghost. The praying in the Spirit must be on the foundation of the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing. That's why you look at that sequence. See, praying Spirit at the bottom. You know, you do, you do humility, life scriptures, Pauline prayer, you know, love prayers, then tongues. Then tongues. On your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Verse 21. Looking. Keep yourself in the love of God, which I've spoken about. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto what? Eternal life. Mercy brings Zoe. It brings eternal life. Then you will find it easy to watch and pray always. After a while, it will become what you do. I preached a message many years ago. I think it was 1991. Being naturally supernatural. Ken Hagen, stand to your feet. I got close. Ken Hagen, he prophesied this. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm preparing a message which is called the authority and the power of the name of Jesus. I know it's a message that you know, I've heard over the years, but I'm going to bring it from with all of these things in the background. You know? And some great prophetic words. I, I'm not going to do it today. I'm going to bring them, you know, that were prophesied by E.W. Kenyon in 1920. Around when he wrote the book, Wonderful Name of Jesus, was written around 1920. Over 100 years. About 100 years now. And we still have not fulfilled it. You know? Then, later on, it was echoed by people like Kenneth Hagen and all of that. Now, I want to talk about Ken Hagen's one because it's in line with what I'm talking now. Ken Hagen prophesied in 1979 in John Osteen's church in Lakewood, Texas. He had open vision, you know, of two angels. You know, I've shared the testimony with you many times, but I just want to go to the substance of the prophecy. This was what he said. He said, the end is not yet. So a lot of people think Jesus is coming tomorrow. He's not coming yet. He said, because, why has the end not come? He didn't use the word because, therefore, you have not, you have only entered into the waters that were prophesied at ankle, knee level at that time. That's 979. He said, but there are some who are going to move further into the waters of using Ezekiel as a type. Water being a type of the spirit that it will move from their knees to their loins, which is the waist. He said, but there are others who will not stop there. They will go further and the water will totally submerge them. It was a prophetic word. But he was talking about the end time church going in to greater and greater measures of the power of the Holy, of the, of the life of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, to where it comes without measure. And you see it in the book, you can go and check in the book of Ezekiel. You know, since it was first of all at ankle, then it was waist, knee, then from knee to waist, then after something, you know, waters for a man to swim in. 
That's where God is taking us. When you begin to swim in the waters of the Spirit, all you job be doing, you job be directing power with your thoughts. Because there's so much power in the air. There's so much power in the air. From your praying in the Spirit, and then the collective praying in the Spirit, you know, one put a thousand to flight, two put ten thousand to flight, you know. So there's this exponential explosion of the power of God. So it's in the air. So many things, you just think it and it happens. You say, while they are yet talking, will I do it? Ken Hagen said this also, under unction. And it's important for me to mention it as I close. And he said this. He was talking about, it was this prophetic word. He said, the end is not yet. He said, some of my people, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have time to go to the exact prophecy. But you can go and check it. It's on our website, you know, after the service. And he said, he said, some people get born again. He said, that's where they stop. He said, others enter into the holy places of the holy writ and see that they can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And they get born, they, they get filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in tongues. Then he said this, which is characteristic of majority of the Pentecostals. <laughs> Sorry that I'm using that expression so many times today. Of, you know, many Pentecostals who are very rascally in the spirit. You know, and it is this. He said, but air, the cares of this world came in. He said, so, you know, and, and entered and they choked the word. He said, and so occasionally, which is what most of us do, in a time of emergency, in the time of great need, they would pray and enter there, and the Spirit of God would minister to them and through them. He said, but then they would slip back into the natural. Most people do that. He said, but some began to see that the gifts and the manifestation of the Spirit were for them. And they went further into the realm of the Spirit. He said, there is coming a reviving, a revival, as some would say. Uh, a demonstration of the power and the Spirit of, 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 of the Spirit of God. He said, many will look into the world and they will say, Satan and his works are bounding. And many that desire not the truth, but rather love darkness, will grow darker even still. He said, but he will prepare for himself a body. A body of believers who will rise up strong in faith with the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it will be said of them, as it was those in the Old New Testament, that they that have turned the world upside down have come hither also. Therefore, prepare ye the way of the Lord, for the Lord cometh, but occupy till he comes. Let's pray. I'm just echoing the prophet. Prophesied 44 years ago. 44 this year. But God is watching over that word to perform it. Stop playing church. Start practicing, watching and praying always. You won't get it perfect initially. Don't worry. But if you keep practicing during a month, six months, a year, you find after a while, you, that's what you're doing, you know, most of the time. You're just watching and praying. So, but you see, you can't watch if you didn't pray. It is the power that generated by prayer 
that gives power to your thoughts. Your thoughts don't have any power in themselves. They can only direct power that has been released. And that's what Lucifer and his gang, they learned all these things from God. What they try and do is they try and hijack the power you have generated by giving you wrong thoughts. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, if I have the, a car, and the car has a great engine, you know, I put on the ignition, the car is working properly, then I start. It is the steering wheel that determines where the car goes, not the engine. That is why if Satan can overtake your thoughts, he will take the steering wheel of your life, and then he will direct you to where you don't want to go. That is why the scripture says in Philippians chapter 4, 8, Whatsoever things are true and honorable and just and pure and lovely and of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, say, think on these things. Take control of your thought life and you will shut Satan out permanently. Let's talk to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.